Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back to today's issues on American Family Radio. We've got 25 more minutes of this program, and we thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to join us on the Internet, go to Facebook and just type in today's issues, and we live video stream there, today's issues, and we also post the stories there that we discuss so you can have access to the information we're using to base our conversation on we also have our own live video streaming service called, here it is, you ready? Streaming.afa.net. It's a video streaming for all our shows here on AFR. And it's ours. So, you know, if we cancel ourselves <laughs> because of something we say, then, huh? We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, streaming.afa.net. Streaming.afa.net. That was birthed because we saw that these big social media giants were all going left, and they were starting to censor and ban conservative and Christian voices for reasons that they wouldn't explain. Uh, oftentimes, sometimes they would, but uh, so we just said, you know what? Uh, we just we'll just make our own. We'll build our own. <clears throat> that way, it, it will always you know we'll have that. Uh, we won't, there will be no. Uh, threat to ban us. Uh, you know, YouTube banned us. We've talked about that before. Really hurt our feelings. <laughs> uh, they uh, banned us for undisclosed reasons. We violated their community standards, which probably means we mentioned ivermectin somewhere. Ed, Ed did that a lot. He liked doing that. He liked goading YouTube. YouTube. Yes. YouTube. He used to split that word, you and Ed. What's he, that? he would say Iver. Yeah, he we did that, to, you know, to keep the algorithm from c- catching up with us. So he would say Iver, and I'd say Mecton. <laughs> it's kind of like Abbott and Costello. <laughs> you know, we would do that. So anyway, uh, check that out. Our own video streaming service, streaming.afa.net. Steve Paisley Jordahl. Good morning. Is with us. Uh, so uh, we can't cancel ourselves, and yet at the end of every program, we run the disclaimer that says the issues and opinions. Expressed I know. Them. I've been meaning to just to stop doing sure that. Why. That's silly <laughs> sounding. I, I understand that. People go, wait a minute. You you may not agree with yourself, yeah, and you, you have to put a disclaimer on. You don't agree with the gospel? I know. <laughs> Let me explain what that is because it does sound stupid, and we may just dis- – can we just take it off or is that some kind of legal rec- requirement? I don't know. All right. We have all kind of guests on our shows, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the okay. shows throughout the day. I don't know who all the guests are going to be this week by all of our hosts. Mm-hmm. So what it what that what that disclaimer at the end of the show is meant to do is say we don't necessarily agree with everything all of our guests or hosts say they don't necessarily represent that of the ministry as a whole. So that, that's the point. It, but it really just sounds silly. I agree, agree with you. It'd be like it'd be like a, a, a seminary saying we don't agree with ourselves necessarily. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. I couldn't imagine. Uh, yes, and we have with us. <laughs> A man who can respond to that, Dr. Matt Ayers from Wesley Biblical Seminary. Good morning, Matt. How you doing, brother? 
You got Matt's microphone? I don't hear him. Test, test. There, there it is. Go. Okay. Uh, up from Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, that's where Wesley Biblical Seminary's physical campus is, right? Well, technically we are in Ridgeland, but we're on County Line Road, so we can kind of chuck a rock across the street and be in Jackson. But it was in Jackson. It was in Jackson from its from its yeah. birth. Well, actually yeah. started in Florence, but for the most most of its 50 years it was in Jackson. What yeah. are you doing in Tupelo? Well, I'm visiting y'all. Visiting yes, you, you guys are. and in New Jersey, we say new guys. You guys, here is that where you grew up? New Jersey. I grew up in New Jersey and, and the state of Joyzy? Delaware. Joyzy, uh huh. And um, so, and then here visiting our dear friend Buddy Smith, who's been with AFA and AFR yeah. for many many years, and he's a trustee at Wesley Biblical. And I said, Buddy, it's time for a visit. Can I come up? So he made some strawberry. Well, he made his wife made some strawberry shortcake. Oh, you partook so, of that last I did. night? Yep. Mm-hmm. Last night. In good too. Christian hospitality and fellowship. You know, I wanted to be courteous. Strawberry shortcake. Mm. That's listen, it's that, that time is. of year. <laughs> That's in the Bible. Huh? Strawberry shortcake. Yep. Just it, like husbands obey your wives. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of a reverse biblical. <laughs> listen, listen. It's a truism. Yep, that's the truth. I wouldn't say it's in the Bible, but. You know, talking about the disclaimer at the end, um, yeah. I, I occasionally do guest broadcasting for AFR and yeah. Aaron with the Addison, or Aaron the Addisons. And, um, you know, I was, I was teaching on the book of Revelation, and I knew I knew better not to do that. Because <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a systematic theologian, right? There's eschatology, you can do doctrinal, you know, teaching on what the end is and talk about the millennial views and all those sorts of things. But I was doing an exegetical analysis, like a Bible study on the text of Revelation. Okay. I if I do this yes. and I take callers, they're all going to want to know about the rapture and when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. And yeah. So, um, you know, one, uh, it's funny. I was just doing this exegesis, Revelation chapter one, verses one to three. And sure enough, I got to the office the next morning and a guy <laughs> called me in my office saying, you know, you're going to hell because you don't believe in the rapture. And I thought, you know, it's really, I, I never said I didn't believe in the rapture. Right, the right. Uh, but I said, it's really good for that disclaimer so that y'all don't have <laughs> listeners that think you've got the seminary well, we guy to, on here that. Send that guy the disclaimer. <laughs> listen, I, I do, do not represent. Hey, listen, when people get worked up, they don't care about a stupid disclaimer. They just want to come after you. Well, I don't want people saying justice. AFR doesn't believe in the rapture. Right, I know. Because you had me on, and I didn't say that. I didn't say right, I didn't right, believe I in the rapture. It's more nuanced than that. Right, right, I right. absolutely believe in the second coming of jesus will be caught up in this question is when in right. relation to a great tribulation and, and yeah, don't the get, don't bring reign, us right? into that <laughs> so the disclaimer <laughs> problems well, matt you know the disclaimer is good and the other re- even if you are you right so yes can i say yeah. something as the president right that's not going to definitively represent the entire institution yeah, yes right yes. so we're going to have faculty at wbs they're all going to agree on the essentials sure and they're all going to get the inerrancy of scripture the doctrine right. of holiness all that you know, resurrect, you know, the good essential Christian yes, stuff. Amen. They're going to deviate on some other thing. Well, does that particular faculty's view that may be a little different than the rest of the mm-hmm. faculty, they represent the entire school. So yeah, not necessarily. You got five evangelicals yeah. here and uh, six opinions about most. Stuff, yeah. Right. So. Right. Right. So, uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, tell us, uh, now you spent, well, first of all, Wesley biblical seminary, uh, trains, who do you train? Yeah, so we're primarily training uh, Wesleyan Arminian conservative uh, churches and pastors. So our tagline is trusted leaders for faithful churches, right? Because we, and that's very intentional for this moment, this cultural moment. Are you talking mostly Methodist or yeah, so Wes- I, Wesleyan or Nazarene or who who comes to your seminary or independent? 
Yeah, all of the above. Okay. So when I say Wesleyan Arminian, that includes a lot of Methodists, it includes Nazarenes, it includes Wesleyans, it includes Pentecostals. We serve a lot of the historic black denominations Probably in the deep submit, south. Probably Pentecostal or Turkey? Yep. Uh, yep. uh, um, We've okay. got some Pentecostals, but you know the way that seminary works is you have denominations who uh, approve or even support, sponsor specific seminaries. If you want to be ordained with us, you can go to one of these schools on the list and the biggest denomination in this Protestant denomination in the states is United Methodism, and uh, but we've never been approved by them. And so, why? Um, that's a good question. Um, historically, um, I've been given different answers. I became the president just two and a half or so years ago, and I've asked that question about a half a million times, and I get a different answer about every time. Um, well, now the United, excuse me, the United Methodist Church is splitting up now. Correct. What, uh, why? Why are they splitting up? Um, they're splitting up for, well, if we, if we had to pick one reason, it's uh, divergent views on the issue of human sexuality. And uh, there's a group, the conservatives within uh, United Methodism believe that um, our view on human sexuality and what constitutes male and female, and specifically marriage, as is built into the Book of Discipline that defines our worship together, um, uh, they believe it's an essential, that it's not just something that we can agree to disagree on, like the color of the carpet or the rapture or women in ministry. Essentials are like Apostles' Creed stuff. Jesus is God. Jesus is fully God, fully man, personhood, personal divinity of the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, bodily resurrection, virgin birth. That's the essential stuff. And everything else we can agree to disagree. Well, the conservatives say, no, this issue of male, female, and marriage, it is, it is not just, marriage is not just an agreement or a contract between two people. It is a sacrament, meaning it's one of the ways that God reveals himself in the world. And if you mess with that and define it in a way different than Scripture, first you're— Well, what do the liberals say? They say, well, some of them say we can agree to disagree. Can't we uh, just—we call that big tent, right, Methodism? All are welcome. You can have this view and that view, but we're all going to worship together. And the conservatives say, we're not worshiping the same God if you have that view because it's different than the God that's revealed himself in Scripture. And we hold the authority of Scripture, you know. So is it, is it the conservatives leaving the United Methodist Church, or is the liberals kicking them out? Um, the conservatives are, are willingly leaving, and that's a big question. Why are the conservatives leaving when they continue to hold the vote? So the liberals are the ones violating, and, and by the way, we need to, there's a really nuanced definition of what we mean by liberals. I know, so, I But know, in any case, go, going with what I understand the yeah. definition to be, like political liberal I, I, versus theologically liberal are two different things, but nonetheless— the conservatives are leaving uh, voluntarily, even though they continue to outvote and win to uphold the Book of Discipline as stands with regard to this view of the marriage. The Book of Discipline, for those who are not Methodist, is the uh, the rule book. Uh, the rule book. Do- the rule book. Doctrines, uh, These things we believe. Correct. You book. got it. Right. But uh, the reason I ask you, I grew up in the United Methodist Church. Uh, now, I haven't been in the United Methodist Church for 30 years or so, but I grew up in that denomination, which at the time that I was growing up, it was really uh, uh, conservative and evangelical and um, uh, a grow. Well, I don't know if it's growing, but <clears throat> I mean, Some it of was, them. I, I mean, it was really a, uh, there wasn't much question of whether the, your dad was a pastor. My dad was a pastor. You grew up in the, I did. Well, you know, we started out my family. I was, I was born into a sort of an assemblies of God, Pentecostal church. Right. And then we shifted when I was about you were 11. born in the actual church in the church. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's first. To, time. The place is a shrine. To How did you day. ever have a chance to leave? Then? Listen, my parents are very devout. Um, did you go to the ever, hospital? Did your mom ever accuse you, somebody of casting out a demon when you were two years old and you were acting went, up? Went uh, down to the church. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> don't answer that, uh, Matt. We moved uh, to United Methodist that's, that's Church kind of, when I was about eleven years old. Gotcha. Yes. Yep. 
uh, talking to Dr. Matt Ayers from a Wesley Biblical Seminary now. Uh, if people want to uh, check out your curriculum and what you guys have to offer and, and those kinds of things, I don't know if I said that right. How do they do that? Yeah, you, our website, wbs.edu, uh, wesleybbiblicalsseminary.edu is our website. And let me, I would, I would say that a lot of people, when they think seminary, they think, you know, um, for pastors, full-time ministry people, clergy, um, seminaries for everybody, in my opinion, uh, because it's what a way. Eh, seminaries you... for everybody. It's not just for your pastor. It's oh, not okay. just for missionaries, okay. not just for clergy. And um, if you want to go deeper in your knowledge of scripture, beyond just like what you've done in Sunday school and your reading, or if you want to go deeper in your knowledge of doctrine, church history, um, those sorts of things, come audit a class, take a class for credit. And uh, that's why we're here is to resource the church. Bart? But aren't all seminaries the same? Oh, they're exactly the same in every way. Um, uh, that that was a leading question sure. based on what you talked to us in our devotion this morning. Yeah, so uh, certainly every school has their own distinctives, if you would. There's 272, 75 um, accredited seminaries in North America, so including Canada. Canada does have seminaries, thank God. Um, <laughs> You're you talking know, to a Canadian, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, Nova Scotia right there. Wonderful. Yes. Won- wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Um, yeah, I lived in Quebec for a short time for language school for Haiti and yeah. worked with a lot of Canadians through the mm. years. And one of my favorite professors of all time, Dr. Victor Hamilton's Canadian. And so anyway, um, yeah, so most of those seminaries, um, to use a colloquialism, I've gone woke, I would say. And this is true because it's an, an institution of higher learning, higher education. You have to go and get your credentialing, your terminal degrees, your PhDs, doctorates and stuff from these mostly secular, you know, universities that wouldn't you know, even pretend to promote or adhere to a a Christian worldview. Um, And so you have seminary professors who have gotten studies at certain institutions. And, and, uh, and so you're going to be hard pressed, very hard pressed to find very many of the 270 or so seminaries uh, that all of the faculty would be willing to say that this Bible is the word of God that's inspired and without error. Now, that even that phrase without error needs some nuance and definition, mm-hmm. um, but you'd, you'd be you'd have a hard time finding a, a seminary with a, a full blown faculty that would confess to that. Steve, Doctor Ayers, um, last month we saw this thing that happened at Asbury University. Yeah, sure. And, and it's said to be spreading around to different seminaries and colleges, uh, mainly among younger Christians. Did have you guys felt any reverberations from that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, if, if I may. We are one of those seminaries where all of our faculty would adhere to the inspiration, authority, and inerrancy of Scripture. So I wanted to finish that. I want to say you'd be hard-pressed. We are one that you can find. So in terms of uh, the Asbury, you know, what do we call it? Revival, you know, outpouring of God, any reverberations. Um, Mostly secondhand, you know, our our campus, what we call our modality, or the way that we deliver our curriculum is um, what we call polysynchronous. So most of our students are online is what that means. Um, but That's it's a it, fancy word for online. It is. And <laughs> How did you come up with that one? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what you call it? Polysynchronous. And the reason is that there's loads of what they call asynchronous right, o- online right. schools, and it's it's all pre-recorded stuff that you walk yourself through, and that's not us. We're not asynchronous. It's online, but it's live. Every class is fresh and new. You zoom into the classroom with the faculty face-to-face, but it is recorded. You can watch it later. So we don't have that traditional student body on campus we're spread out all we have students in over 30 countries in the world and so um so we don't have that sort of dynamic in which a, if you would a, a fire could be set right. among our students you and your family uh spent 11 years 13 
13 years on the mission field in Haiti. Yes, sir. Um, what year, what ages were you, what age, tell us about your family. I mean, it, did yeah. they, were they born, were your kids born in Haiti or? Yeah. So when we went to Haiti, we didn't have any kids. And then. When uh, was this? What year? 2007 to 2020 are the years that we were in Haiti. And then, um, one of our kids was born there. We timed things so that we could go home in the summer and deliver and then get all the paperwork because it's complicated legally. If you're born in Haiti, you got to go to the embassy and get live birth records and passports. And it's much easier in the States. You can go to a local office, get social security numbers and all that. So we timed it so we could fly back to the States, have the baby, get the paperwork, passports and go back to Haiti. But one of our kids, our, our um, four year old son was born in Haiti. Well, the reason I asked that, I, I just, and I'm, I just have a lot of admiration for anybody who would spend a year on the mission, foreign mission field, a year I'm talking about. Two, yeah. Three, you need some kind of uh, reward <laughs> more than just a gift card. <laughs> Twelve, you said? Thirteen, yeah. Thirteen years in Haiti. And for those who don't know, Haiti is the most impoverished country in the Western Hemisphere. Okay, we're talking about... Uh, and you spent 13 years there. What did you, did you uh, pastor a church or what did you do exactly? Um, so I was assigned to by the mission agency uh, with my Bible training to teach in a seminary. So I was teaching Haitian pastors as it began uh, Hebrew. And then we moved on to there and I ended up being the provost and then the president of the university for eight years at the end. Where Now, when did they have the big earthquake? 10, 2010. You'd, so you were there, you got there in seven, they have the earthquake in 10? Yes. Uh-huh. I we mean, were, I don't think people realize how devastating that was. Quarter, I mean, that, quarter huh? of a million people died. 250,000 people. 250,000 people. Were you that, and you were there? We were there. Mm-hmm. How, how, I mean, literally bodies everywhere. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was you biblical saw proportions. You saw people? Um, how we, far were you from the, we were where about, this we were about 90 miles from the epicenter, yet we still felt, oh. in fact, people who were standing up in the room. Miles. Yeah. It's nothing for an earthquake. Yeah. 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 So, so you were, what now? You, do you, you begin to hear stories or? Do, so we felt it. We were in prayer meetings about 530 Eastern time in the afternoon and uh, we were doing our prayer meeting and everything starts shaking and what's going, what was that? Well, you don't know. And and we didn't have good internet connectivity at the time. It was all satellite and slow, kind of like dial up. And then reports started coming in that this was huge at the epicenter. Lots and lots of people were dead. And and so then we started sending teams down to it was in Port-au-Prince, and we were we were in Capation, northernmost city. Started sending teams down, and um, you know you can get into these situations where there's too many cooks in the kitchen. And I tried to kind of stay back and enable and send. And then eventually I did end up going. We did a medical clinic. This is an interesting story. We set up a little medical clinic on a on a little hill outside of the the nation's capital there, and free you know brought American doctors in, and I was just translating. Uh, but we had over nine hundred people become Christians. It was every person that came to get a consultation. We shared the gospel with, um, we, and uh, and then to this day we planted a church on that hill, and the church is still worshiping. It's just amazing. But in any case, it was devastating. The earthquake. It was usually when there's a seven or so. Richter scale earthquake. It's maybe a, a few dozen at most. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember in the last hundred, well, a hundred years. Well, maybe so. I, I don't remember the last time uh, I can ever. I think where where two hundred fifty thousand people died in any one <clears throat> in any one incident, any one disaster. Yeah, I mean the closest I, I you know. get is a war. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that that's... Natural disaster-wise, I don't know. I, I, that's probably a record, uh, at least for the modern era. By modern, I mean the last 50, 60 years. Well, everything's built in concrete there, right? And so their concrete mixes are very overloaded with sand because they're, it's, they're just impoverished. They don't have a ton of money, and so things... They're building codes, and you got they it. don't have yeah, them, right. basically. If the official religion is that Catholicism... Uh, most people would name Catholicism, but there's a great deal of voodoo on Haiti. Yeah, so the religious you know, worldview sort of situation in Haiti is unique. It, it is technically Roman Catholicism, but voodoo is also one of the official religions. And um, Voodoo's a religion? It, they, they see it. It has priests. It has, well, I, say, I was going to say texts, sacred texts, but it's secret society. Who's texts. the god of voodoo? Well, there's lots of them, and there's some that are more powerful than others. And so, name me three. <laughs> Um. Well, there's. I'm just kidding. No, I, I can that. if you want. Yeah, I know you can. You live there. Yeah, what, 13, 12, Yeah, they're they're, they're they're demons though. I mean, yeah, they're demons. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a witch. It's a religion of witchcraft. Voodoo, so the I'm three one of I'd say three of the so you can hear the names of the more well known. Uh, Papa Legba would be one. Papa is a title. Legba, he's the god of the crossroads. Um, Bawon Sanzi, uh, the Baron of Saturday, is the god of the cemetery and death. And then uh, Abdallah, and there's also, of course, Lucifer. Lucifer. They really believe that these are gods, and they're. The... Uh, they don't call them gods. They call them loa, and a loa, L W A or L O A, uh, yeah. it means spirit in its most basic sense. It just so means voodoo it's... is it similar to Hinduism in a way? Then multi gods or no? Um, polytheism. It's more animism. Where Hinduism is is less animism, more polytheism. Where voodoo is animism, and the notion of animism is that. Behind every object, inanimate or animate, um, there is a spirit associated with it. And so it's not like they have a pantheon of deities as much as a, a massive you know, collection of spirits that are good spirits and bad spirits. Where did this voodoo come from? The reason, uh, it come from African heritage? Yes, sir. Ar- African descent because the people on the island are mostly from Africa, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes from Africa. Yeah. And so there's the whole, you know, geopolitics of the history of Haiti and why Roman Catholicism, we say it's Roman Catholicism, but also voodoo in the minds of many. And this is a bit controversial, but for my Christian worldview, um, Roman Catholicism in many ways is synonymous with voodoo. Now, I'm not an anti-Roman Catholic. I think we have a lot of great Christian brothers and sisters who are wonderful Catholic people. So that's not denigrating towards Catholics or Catholicism, but Catholicism in Haiti is a really different thing right. than the Catholicism that we know historically. Right. And so when it's you go kind of melded with voodoo, it's, it's called syncretism, right? Yeah. So um, they, they come, you go into a voodoo temple and there's icons of Mary holding baby Jesus, but that's not Mary. Uh, yes, it is Mary, but it's simultaneously an, a, a voodoo <clears throat> spirit. Um, right. Well, and that's one of the reasons you've heard that Haiti will forever be Someone an impoverished country cursed. as long as long as voodoo is the number one religion there. Well, it's a it's, it's a, a long com- it's a long complicated yeah, thing, gotcha. and uh, and we only have thirty seconds, right? <laughs> right. So that, that's a problem. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, do you want to say the disclaimer now, or you want to, <laughs> you want to hear it? In a Not minute? everything that I say, I agree with. <laughs> My views are always changing. Is it about to play, Brent? No, it doesn't play. Okay, we've already played it. We already in that. Forgive me, the I know not what I say. American Family Radio doesn't agree with itself, and we want to make that clear. Uh, all right, thank you, Matt. What's your website for Wesley? WBS.edu.
wbswesleybiblicalseminary.edu for education. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Good to have you. Yes, and appreciate your service uh, at the seminary and then also on the mission field all those years. Our pleasure. Thank you. Fred, thank you. You bet. Steve, thank you. My pleasure. Uh, Thanks to Chris Woodward, Brent Creeley, our producer. That was it, right? There's nobody else. Uh, that nobody was it else today. to thank, right? I'd like to thank the Holy Spirit, yes. our unseen guest. <laughs> All right, have a great day, uh, folks. We'll see you back here tomorrow.